in Jesus' name. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. Shall we all read together? One to go. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. You'll find grace tonight. Lord, send me your word tonight. Let everyone on this mountain hear you. And let no one live here the same with the king. Be glorified, O God, in Jesus' name. Please be seated. Releasing grace for supernatural tolerance is a team, running team in this matter. And tonight I'll be speaking on engaging the prayer altar. For your supernatural turnaround. Every supernatural turnaround is powered by grace. Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6 says, Not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, say the Lord. The supernatural turnaround that comes from God. Requires grace to happen. Psalm 127 verse 1, he said, Except the Lord build the house, the labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord watches over a city or keep a city, those who are awake are awake in vain. So, you need God for a genuine that men can see and say, this is the finger of God. First Samuel chapter 2 verse 9. He said, by strength shall no man prevail. So the kind of turn around here we are talking is not the turn around that your strength can deliver. It's not the turn around that your education can deliver. It's not the turn around that your connection can deliver. We are talking about the turn around. That comes from heaven. James 1.17. He said every good gift and every perfect gift. Come down from above. From the father of light. With whom there is no variableness. Neither shadow of turning. We are talking about the gift that comes from heaven. The turning that comes from heaven. Everybody will see it. And say this is God. By this encounter. At your return. Men will see. That the strange hand of God is already at work in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Psalm 126 from verse 1. He said, when the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion. Were like them that dreamed. Then was our mouth filled with laughter. Our tongue with singing. Then said they among the heathen, the Lord has done great things for them. That means the heathen testifying about it. People around you seeing it. Genuine turn around cannot be hidden. I decree for someone here. On your return, people will see that your life has turned around in the name of Jesus Christ. They say they among the heathen, the Lord has done great things for them. He said the Lord has done great things for us where we are glad. Verse 4. He said turn again our captivity, O Lord. That the streams in the south. So we are talking about the turnaround that is rooted in God. And that requires grace. 
Grace is God's supernatural assistance. Grace is God's supernatural help. Grace is God's supernatural and marvelous help. Acts 26 verse 22. The great man Paul said, Having obtained help, therefore, I have continued. Therefore. So we are talking about the help that comes from heaven. Somebody here, by tonight's encounter, the help of God will locate you in the name of Jesus Christ. Hmm. Psalm 121, verse 1. He said, I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence coming my help. We are talking about the help that comes from heaven. All through scripture, you see, everyone that genuinely had a turn around encounter came by grace. Romans chapter 9, verse 16. He said, It is not of him that willeth, nor of him that runneth, but of God that showeth mercy. Of God who releases his grace for your turn around. We saw supernatural enlargement that came into the life of Jabez. Who was born with sorrow? Who was born with pain? Nothing appeared to be working. But when grace landed on his life, everything took a new turn. Someone here, that sorrow that came with you shall be turned to joy in the name of Jesus Christ. Supernatural turnaround by grace will always guarantee fruitfulness. In 1 Samuel chapter 1, we read the story of Hannah. Who for years couldn't have a child. And she had become a mockery. And the Bible says Penina will mock her and mock her and mock her and mock her and mock her because she couldn't have a child. And then she encountered grace suddenly. First Samuel chapter 1 verse 17. She encountered grace suddenly through the prophet Eli. He said let me find grace in thy sight. And then suddenly there was a supernatural turnaround. Samuel came. Before she knew what was happening, 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 20 and 21, three boys came, two girls came. This was a woman that was told she would never have a, child, have a child. But by the grace of God, things took a new turn. Somebody here, I don't know who you are, but God has shown to me that after this mountaintop experience, your story will change permanently in the name of Jesus Christ. If you are that man, that woman, jump on your feet and shout three loudest, amen. So shall it be. Get ready. Tell a neighbor, get ready. Tell another person, get ready. So by the grace encounter, everything took a new turn for her. So the grace of God guarantees supernatural turnaround in the area of fruitfulness. Now look at it here. The doctor said, I will never be able to father a child. By their medical analysis, they said it was impossible in this world. For me to have a child in this life by what they saw about me. But I found grace and that grace turned things around for me. Before they knew what was happening, the first came. Before they knew what was coming, the second came. And then suddenly the third came and I said, please hold on, hold on. You are moving too fast. Take it easy. Grace for speed is coming upon your family in the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody here where things have been slow for you from tonight. Things will go with speed for you in the name of Jesus. 
Hear me, as I'm prophesying, God is confirming it. Where things have been slow for you, things will go with speed from tonight. Where things have been dragging, has been dragging for you, from tonight, everything will turn around for you in the name of Jesus. Let me hear your email like thunder. Please be comfortably seated. Grace for supernatural turnaround guarantees favor. You can encounter this grace and you are not favored. That was what came upon Jacob. Jacob who ran away from Esau because of the sin he committed. But when he found grace and he returned, the Bible tells us Esau saw him at first sight and ran towards him and embraced him because of favor and the grace upon his life. Somebody here, where you are being rejected, they will send for you. Where they are closed, the door against you, the door is declared open in the name of Jesus. On this mountain of Nata, open doors for you in the name of Jesus. Open doors in your business. Open doors in your career. Open doors in your job. Open doors in your family. Financial open doors. International open doors. If you are the one, let your amen be the loudest tonight. I was preaching the city of Paracord about two or three years ago. And uh, the Lord spoke to me in the service. Someone here will receive a breakthrough testimony within 24 hours. The door that has been shut will be open. And then the man who was taking me into the program and bringing me in. He was taking me back the following day in the afternoon for the second session. And suddenly in his car, I was there live. Not that... I mean, he had it behind me. I was there live when the phone rang while he was driving. And they said to him, please, we are very, very sorry to have delayed your money. Can you please send your account number now? We are moving the money to your account now. And the money was in thousands of dollars. Somebody here, by tonight's encounter, the door the enemy has shut against you. I command it open in the name of Jesus. If you are that man, that woman, let your amen be the loudest tonight. Let your amen be the loudest tonight. Please be comfortably seated. Favor, favor, favor. Always answer to grace. We were here last year, Nata, and then grace was released like this. And one of the men of God that came, according to his testimony, they were building. And suddenly, within 24 hours, the following day, early in the morning, according to his testimony, he said, there was a mighty alert on his phone. And there was a heavy money that was moved in. Somebody here, between now and 6 p.m. tomorrow night, you are going to have a financial favor in the name of Jesus. If you are the one I prayed that prayer for, if you are the one that word is meant for, jump on your feet and shout the loudest amen. Someone here tonight, on your behalf, somebody will not be able to sleep. <laughs> he will not be able to sleep until he has moved the blessing towards you. In the name of Jesus Christ, let me hear your email like thunder. Please. Be comfortably seated. What is in grace for supernatural turnaround? Deliverance. Deliverance. And we saw that with Daniel. Who had been 
set apart for uncommon death by lions eating him life. But God stepped in and delivered him supernaturally. I can tell you something. Whatever the enemy has planned against you this year, from this mountain, I decree back to the center in the name of Jesus Christ. In Acts chapter 12, from verse 1 to 12, we saw Herod came up, stood against the head of the church, Peter, to kill him, to destroy him, and to stop the growth of the ministry of Jesus. And suddenly, there was a release of grace for divine intervention. And deliverance came. An angel stepped into the prison and set him loose. Someone here, whenever the enemy has held you down, held your hands down, you work hard, but there's nothing to show for it. You are moving, but you cannot move forward. Every chain around your hands, chain around your leg, tonight, I break them in the name of Jesus. 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 Every demonic hold that has held you down in any area of your life, right now, I command your liberty in the name of Jesus. I command your liberty in the name of Jesus. I command your deliverance in the name of Jesus. Lift your hand and shout in the name of Please be comfortably seated. There is healing in the grace for supernatural turnaround. In Mark chapter 10 from verse 46 to 52, we saw Bartimaeus who had been blind all his life suddenly encounter grace, encounter mercy. When he cried for it, Jesus stood still and suddenly he received his sight. Someone here, I don't know what you came here with, but I can tell you something. You will not wake up tomorrow morning with that sickness in the name of Jesus Christ. There is marital breakthrough in the grace for supernatural turnaround. In Genesis 24 from verse 11 to 15, we see from scripture how God within the hour, within the hour, visited Isaac with a wife just by the prayer of Eliezer. Within the hour. Somebody here, you are returning to Nata 2016, happily married in your glorified state in the name of Jesus Christ. If you are the one receiving it in the name of Jesus, you are coming to Nata 2016, either with your child or with your pregnant. Pregnant, pregnant with a child in the name of Jesus Christ. Receive it in Jesus' name. I said Nata 2017. You are coming to Nata 2017. I mean married and in your glorified state in the name of Jesus. There is restoration in the grace for supernatural turnaround. Job 42 verse 12 talks about how God turned everything around for Job. Nine months of ordeal and suddenly God stepped in and everything took a new turn for him. Quickly. The prayer altar is an established covenant sequel that command or provoke the release of grace for supernatural turnaround. All the men I mentioned right now, the women I mentioned right now, at their root is prayer. Jabez prayed this way from sorrow to honor. Hannah prayed away from barrenness to fruitfulness. Bartimaeus prayed this way from blindness to supernatural healing. Jacob prayed this way from being one man to becoming a nation. From being one man to be supernaturally feeble. 
So the prayer altar is an established sickle in the hand of those who know how to engage it to encounter grace or turn around. Hebrews 4, 16. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. That means when you need a turnaround in your life. Quickly, why must we pray to access grace for supernatural turnaround? Number one, in prayer, you release God's power to destroy the obstacle to your supernatural turnaround. Many of you here are overdue for certain blessing. You know. You are overdue. There is nothing that should dictate you're not being married. There is nothing that should stop you from not enjoying a happy home. There is nothing that should stop you from making progress. But somehow, there is an invisible force that has kept you on that spot. Tonight, is coming to an end. 1 Corinthians 16 verse 9. He said, for a great dog, an effectual, has been opened unto me. He said, but there are many adversaries. God has opened the door, but the enemy won't allow you to enter. Look at me here. Every door God has opened for you, and Satan has stood there all the while and said, You cannot enter. Tonight, I destroyed that satanic hole in the name of Jesus. We must pray to break the power of the devil over the blessing. Why? Because Satan is the God of this world. And so you see him moving up and down. Moving up and down to see how to slow things down for you. To see how to stop you from accessing your turnaround. Second Corinthians chapter 4 verse 4. The Bible calls him the God of this world. The God of this world. In Daniel chapter 10. From verse 12 to 14. We saw Daniel began to pray. The Bible says the first day he began to pray. God had him. His request was coming. His testimony was coming. But the prince of Pasha withstood the testimony. and said no you can't have it Daniel. The first day he began to pray, Satan stood that answer. And then, but because Daniel will not give up, the second day was it in prayer? The third day was then prayer? The fourth day was then prayer? The fifth day was then prayer? Until the 21st day before he got what he was looking for. Yet, God had dispatched and released the blessing on the fourth day. But one devil stood and said, No, you can't have it. Hear me tonight. As the prophet of Jehovah God, whatever is standing, whatever is standing on your way of supernatural turnaround this time, I come with apostolic grace and auction. Right now, I destroy them. Stretch your hands here, everyone. Anyone standing in your way, whether a spirit being or a human being, every devil standing in your way, I said, no, you cannot be married. I said, no, you can't break through. I said, no, you can't have that blessing. I said, no, you can't move forward. I said, no, you can't be married. I said, no, you can't have children. Right now, by the authority in the name of Jesus Christ, I destroy every demonic hole in the name of Jesus. Come on, let me hear your amen of thunder. Let me hear your amen at thunder. Let me hear your amen at thunder. Tonight I decree every generational cause that is holding you down, a central spirit holding you down. You take seven steps forward, and then before you know it, you are taking some ten steps backward. Right now, I break the hole. Stretch your hands here, everyone. Every trace of the enemy 
in your life. Every trace of the enemy in your career. Every hand of the devil concerning your health. Every hand of the devil concerning your marriage. Right now, I command the fire of God to consume them in the name of Jesus. Stretch your hands here, everyone. Whoever is standing in your way of turnaround. Everyone that has vowed you will never experience a turnaround. Tonight, they are going down for your sake. Let me hear your amen and thunder. They are going down for your sake. 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 In the name of Jesus Christ. So shall it be. Please be comfortably seated. You pray to break the power of the enemy. You pray to release the power of God. To break every force of darkness in your way. Acts chapter 4. Verse 41. Verse 31. We saw how the people of God prayed. As soon as they prayed, the Bible says in verse 33. God released upon them great power. So on the mountain of prayer, great power is released to destroy the enemy that is stopping your blessing. There is only one language Satan understands. is the language of power. No. He does, not, he does not care about your linguistic Queen English. You can speak from the nose. He will remain there. But when Satan sees power, he bows. Psalm 66 verse 3. He says, say unto God, how terrible are thou. Through the greatness of your power shall your enemy submit to you. Enemy only submit to power. Luke chapter 10, verse 19. He said, Behold, I give unto you power to tread upon scorpions and serpents and over all the powers of the enemy and nothing shall by enemies hurt you. You need power to subdue the enemy of your destiny. You need power. And that power is accessible on the mountain of prayer. We always sing this song in those days when we were young in the faith that a, a prayerless Christian is a powerless Christian. That is the gospel truth. A prayerless Christian is a powerless Christian. Nothing can substitute the place of prayer. Because it is in prayer you access power. First John chapter 5 verse 19. He said, we are of God, but the whole world lieth in wickedness. The whole world lieth in wickedness. So, we need to break down the wickedness of the wicked by engaging the power of God through prayer. How can you be so beautiful and not be able to marry? How can you? They look at you, nothing is wrong with the man, nothing is wrong with the woman, but they can have a child. One lady came to my office some time ago, well, I say last year, and uh, over about 50 years of age, couldn't marry, have a great business, blessed exceptionally, but couldn't marry. And somebody said to her, go and meet your prophet, let your prophet pray for you. She came to my office on Thursday. I said, kneel down there. When she poured her heart to me, her heart to me, I was moved in the spirit. And I stood up from where I sat down, and I released God's anointing, God's power to destroy every obstacle. Ladies and gentlemen, I prayed for her on Thursday, by Sunday, she got a husband. 
By Sunday, she got a husband. How come the husband had not come before that day? Something was holding it. And whatever was holding it needed the higher power to destroy it. Look at me here. Whatever has been holding down your blessing, your breakthrough, by the anointing of the Holy Ghost, I destroyed it. Are you saying a loud amen there? Are you shouting a triumphant amen there? Please be comfortably seated. Because we live in two worlds. We have a spiritual world, we have a natural world. The spiritual world controls the natural world. Once it has happened, the spirit world, the natural world has no option but to comply. And that's what is happening here. On this mountain, you are collecting your blessing. You are collecting your breakthrough. You are collecting your open doors. You are collecting your healing. You are collecting your deliverance. You are collecting your favor. You are collecting your promotion. Somebody here will leave here and collect a good news letter. Why must we pray for our, for, to access grace for supernatural turnaround? Understand is on the mountain of prayer, altar of prayer, that grace is released. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16 tells us that. Tells us that. Grace is God's supernatural assistance or help that commands supernatural turnaround. You pray to access grace. Acts chapter 4, verse 31. Talks about how the early church prayed. And in verse 33, the Bible says great grace was given to them. Great grace. So in prayer, you access great grace for your supernatural turnaround. Hmm. Somebody is breaking through on every side tonight. Number three. Why must you engage the prayer altar to assess your supernatural turnaround? Number three, for the release of strength. It is on the mountain of prayer you garner strength. You know why you need strength? At times, God is making your breakthrough. God is preparing your husband. God is preparing your wife. God is creating your house. God is creating what is bringing across your way. You need strength. To wait for it and not to give up. Many of you are so close to your breakthrough. And then you suddenly give up. But in the place of prayer. You access supernatural strength. To wait and to receive what belongs to you. Without complaining or wearying. Isaiah chapter 40. From verse 29. Isaiah 40 from verse 29. He gave up power to the faint. And to them that have no might. He increases strength. The next verse, he said, even the youth shall faint and be weary. I mean, many of you have been weary. There are many of you who used to be very zealous for God. But because certain things were delayed, certain things were in the making, and then you give up. So you need strength not to be weary. And the young man shall utterly fall. And then in verse 31, but they that wait upon the Lord in prayers shall renew their strength. They shall mount on the wings as eagle. They will run and not be weary. So on the mountain of prayer, 
you access supernatural strength so that you can access the grace God has made available for you for your supernatural turnaround. Acts 26 verse 22. Paul speaking. Having obtained grace therefore, I have strength therefore, I have continued unto this day. You need strength to continue. You need strength to continue. Many of you were on fire before. But how is your life now? You need strength to remain on fire. I can tell you something. By the grace of God. One of the secrets I learned very quickly when I gave my life to Christ. 30 years ago. Was the altar of prayer. I got born again in Zaria. And met a, a man they call his name James. James will always resume at the chapel. Of the Hospital Christian Fellowship, ABU Teaching Hospital Zaria, Tunuwada. He will resume there in the morning and pray all day. He will resume there in the evening and pray all night. So each time he went to that chapel, he would say, Come along, come along, come along. So he helped me 30 years ago to appreciate the place of the altar prayer that has kept me going. Can I tell you something? In 30 years, I was 30 years in the Lord, August 3rd, this last August. I've never been weary. I've never slowed down. I've never been weary. I've never been slowed down. I have never been discouraged. You asked my wife there, has there been any day she saw me discouraged and wanted to encourage me? There was no need for that. We have been married for a few years now. No need for that. Always on top. Always flying. Always on the move. Why? Because the altar of prayer is solid. So there is strength to stand against a day of adversity. Chapter 24, Proverbs 10. He said, if you faint in a day of adversity, your strength is small. Today you are receiving strength. In Luke 22 from verse 41, 43, we saw Jesus gathering strength to face the crucifixion. I mean, you see death coming your way. You need strength. Jesus came to die for you and I. That was why he came. But when death showed up, he needed strength. And the Bible says, he went to that mountain, and as he was praying and agonizing, and his sweat was dropping like blood, the Bible says, suddenly, angels came and strengthened him. Somebody here today, you are going to receive angelic strength. In the name of Jesus Christ. Quickly, number four, because of time. Why do I need to engage the altar of prayer for my grace for supernatural turnaround? So that ministering angels can be dispatched for your turnaround. Hear me, ladies and gentlemen. Angels are spiritual delivery agents. Agents, angels, they are spiritual delivery agents. Uh, a few days ago, I wanted something to order for something. Because I didn't have the time to start uh, calling anybody. So I just got to my wife, sent a message to her, whatever she was. I said, please, can you order for this for me now? Uh, on the telephone, and let them deliver it to Beauty Land. Amen. 
order it right now. Let me to Bittyland. We went, and then she came to Bittyland and, and stood there for me while I was at home waiting upon the Lord. And then, suddenly, somebody came with what I ordered for, brought it to Bittyland and delivered it to her. The exact thing I wanted, delivered it to her. And she collected it on my behalf. Is somebody hearing me right now? Now, many of you don't know the place of prayer. That's why you don't pray. Every time you pray, you need the spiritual delivery agent to bring your package to your doorstep. Today, whatever is hanging or has been hanging in your life, everything that has been hanging has not been delivered. I command ministering angels to bring your blessing now in the name of Jesus. Let me hear your email of thunder. Please be comfortably seated. It is in prayer that angels are dispatched with your miracle blessing. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 14. It says that angels are ministry spirit for those who shall be heirs of salvation. So every child of God is entitled to angelic visitation and angelic delivery all the time. Daniel chapter 10, from verse 12 to 14, we see how angel brought the request of Daniel to him in prayer. Daniel chapter 6, you read from verse 10 to 26, we see how angel came into the dead of lion and shot the mouth of all the lions, shot their mouth. Shh. <laughs> I know you are lions here. Shh. But another higher lion is here. And since lion does not eat lion, shh, respect him, oh. Because don't forget Daniel came from the tribe of Judah. The lion of the tribe of Judah. And that is a greater lion than any other lion. When lion see lion, lion must bow. And since lion does not eat lion, when the lion there saw another lion, all their mouth were shut. And they began to play around Daniel. What the enemy thought for evil for you, God will turn it around for good. Uh, God just spoke to me now. There is someone here. Someone here, you had a negative situation around you. But the Lord says, should say to you, that is coming in for your good in the name of Jesus Christ. I don't know who the person is. I don't know who the person is. Someone here, stand on your feet if you're that person. Thank you, Jesus. I know when I hear God. I know when God is speaking to me. I know when I'm preaching. I know when I'm prophesying over your life. I know when God speaks. God has just spoken now. Again. And God said to me, there is someone here. You had a negative challenge. Genesis 50 verse 20. And the enemy thought it for evil against you. And that has brought down your joy. And you are so down, feeling down as if everything, every hope is lost. I have good news for you. One, two, three. Within the next three months, it shall be turned to a testimony for you. If you are the one, shout, I receive it now. One more time, shout, I receive it now. Please be seated. Four years ago, We paid for a property close to us here, Acme, plot to Acme Road. And the property was about 550 million naira. 
and we made a deposit of 100 million naira. <laughs> and then we kept negotiating and dragging and dragging and dragging. And suddenly, one day, I just went to look at the property. And when I got there, I saw another occupant. <laughs> Where we are paid for or deposited for, I saw another company there. The owner did not call us to tell us that he was giving it out. I said, what is this? I picked my telephone. I called him while I was there. The man didn't pick my call. Amen. I called, I called him. I went to meet him. I said, sir, we have made payment for this. In our absence, you can't give out this property. I brought out the plan, architectural design we have done for the place. I said, look at this. The man kept quiet. As I began to harass him, he said, what can I do for you now, Pastor? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What can I do for you? I've already collected that money from them. In fact, spend the money. Is somebody hearing me right now? He said, I didn't know how to I talk to you. That was why I didn't pick your call and I did in your absence. Is somebody hearing me right now? We go back to the drawing table and we thought all hope was lost. And then suddenly, I was there in my office in Oregon there. And then someone walked in and said, we have a better place. Would you like to see the place? I said, let's go. We got here. I said, no, 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 no. This place does not look. I don't live on this place. I said, this place does not look like it. No. Everywhere upside down. They said, no. And then my pastor said to me, ah. I said, sir, this is a very good place. I said, no. What is this? I don't want this place at all. Because the whole place was desolate. Abandoned. Upside down with all manner of crap everywhere. All this place was full of all manner of crap everywhere. I said, no way, we don't want this place. Suddenly, the Lord spoke to me. This is your place. This is where I'm bringing you to. Is somebody hearing me right now? Ladies and gentlemen, that place is not one-tenth of this place. In everything, comparing that place and here, everything about that place cannot be compared to what God has done here, what God is doing here, the beauty of this place. After all, that tells you that that thing you are going through shall be turned to a testimony for you in the name of Jesus. Lift your hand and shout a living amen to that. Shout another amen to that. Shout another amen and get the devil mad. You will celebrate. You will sing a new song. You will celebrate. You will sing a new song. You will celebrate. You will sing a new song. You will celebrate. You will sing a new song. You will celebrate. What the enemy taught for evil, God meant it for good. That is what God will be doing for you. In the name of Jesus Christ. So it is in prayer that you engage your spiritual agent to deliver your blessing. Matthew 26 verse 53. Jesus said, can I not now pray that God will send angels. Hmm? Twelve legions of angels. So, which means in prayer, you secure angelic assistance. In Acts chapter 12, from verse 1 to 12, we saw how angels went into the dungeon where they kept Peter and delivered him because the church was praying. Acts 12, verse 5, Acts 12, verse 12. You see the church praying there. Quickly, what makes your prayer to deliver. The grace required for your supernatural turnaround. Number one, desperation. God 
does not answer any prayer. He only answers prayers from a desperate heart. Kenneth Hagin said, the great man of God, when the desire to see the answer to come in your life is intensified, so that it absorbs all your energies, then the time for the fulfillment of your answer is not far away. When you are desperate for a change, I guarantee you, God will arise on your behalf. We saw that with Bartimaeus, Mark chapter 10, from verse 46. He had been there all his, all his life begging, suddenly he heard the noise of people, and he said, What is that? They said, Somebody was passing. Who is that person? He said, Jesus. He asked them, What does he do? They said, He healed the sick. He said, Can he heal my blind eyes? They said, Yes. Ah, <laughs> the Bible says, Bartimaeus began to cry, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. The protocol officer went to him and said, keep quiet, keep quiet, keep quiet, keep quiet. He doesn't have time for you. The Bible says, the more they try to shut him down, the more he cried. That's desperation. Your change will never come on the matter of prayer until you are desperate in prayers. You are desperate in prayer. You know the prayer many of us are praying. You are praying, you are sleeping, you are praying, you are eating, you are praying, you are taking telephone call. No, no, no. You are praying, you are watching television in the, in the process. You are praying, you are talking to somebody. How are you? I'm in prayers now. When I finish, I will call you. Amen. And then you are in prayer and then your phone rings. Say, hello? Hello? Ah, Sister Grace, how are you? I'm, I'm, I'm talking to God. When I finish, I will call you back. Then I don't know what glue now ring. Hello? Ah. Hello? Can you hear me? I said I'm praying. When I finish, I will call you. And then when I say, ah, this is international number, I must speak this one. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, someone here receiving grace for desperation to take what belongs to you in the name of Jesus. Many years ago, as a pastor in Elefe, I pastored in Elefe for about three years before this church started. That's about 21 years ago. And uh, I didn't have a car. When we had a program, we have a program like this, we have wonderful people from Ife. Some of them are here today. They will bring their car to me and say, Pastor. Just be driving this car throughout the program. After the program, they will collect the car. I said, no, I don't want this kind of uh, assistance. I don't want this. I want my own car. So now, wasn't it? One day, there was rain in Ife. In a place they call Obande. Obande in front of me. I was busy trying to take shed, cover from the rain. I said, this must stop. What a shame. You are blessing the people you are not blessed. You are praying for the people who is not showing. What a shame. I got angry in my spirit. There was a desperation for a change. I went back home that day and then lay on my rug. I had a red rug. I would never forget in my, in my room. Lay there. Head I said, Father, you must change my story. They cannot be greeting me in the rain. Me too, I must drive my own car. I prayed with desperation. The following week, 
somebody bought a Mercedes Benz, put a driver there, put a number there, brand new car, put a driver there, registered it, put everything there, and they brought it from Lagos to come and meet me in Ileife. Somebody here, within the next seven days, you will have laughter in your mouth in the name of Jesus. Come on, if you are the one I'm praying for, jump on your feet and shout the loudest amen. Your story will change. God will put laughter in your mouth. Things will turn around for you. Your business will turn around. Your family will turn around. Your job will turn around. Your mother will turn around. Your health will turn around. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it now. 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 Receive it in the name of Jesus. Please be comfortably seated. When you are desperate in prayer, you commit God to release grace upon your life. After being a bachelor for several years, and I tried to marry, and I was already thinking I was being led of God to one of the sisters in our congregation back in the Lorry. And I went to Ifeto to pastor. And then I now saw that it was not working out. I went to my guest room right there in Ife. And I opened the Bible, put it on the floor. That was how far I knew. And I stood on that Bible out of desperation. I said, You, the God of this Bible. Answer me and answer me now. I'm tired of being a bachelor. I need a wife now. Amen. I stood on that Bible. I will never forget in my guest room downstairs. I prayed that prayer. Very short, desperate prayer. And then a few days after that, I met my wife. Somebody's story is changing tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. Many years ago in Zaria, that's over 25 years ago, nothing appeared to be working in my life. I was the only one in the house of my aunt in Congo, opposite ABU Congo. Those of you that have been to Zaria before. I locked all the doors and I held them to the floor of that room. And I said, Father, you must do something now. Out of desperation for a change of story. I cried to God. The cry rose up like this sweet smelling savoy. Like the evening sacrifice. Touched the heart of God. And instantly heaven responded. There was a change. Friend, you have not prayed. That's why things have not changed. <laughs> you have not prayed. If you really pray, things will change. On this mountain. Look at me here. Nata is not a fun fear, please. That's why there's an established time for prayer tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. You are here, 7 a.m. If you care for your future and you believe in your destiny and you believe in your tomorrow, please be here. 
Don't miss any of this encounter. Look at me here. We will not finish this matter and you are still the same. Yeah. I prayed for you before I came that my God will change your story. Amen. You must be desperate enough to receive it. I got it in Zaria. It happened. My story changed. Everybody saw it. Everybody knew something has happened. Look at me here. By December 31st this year, you'll be singing a new song. Amen. Let me hear your email at thunder. Amen. Let me hear your email at thunder. Amen. So, you are praying desperately. First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9 and 10. Jabez there crying. Oh, because his whole life was full of sorrow. I mean, things are not working and you are looking. Things have remained the same. You are, you are just taking life with ease. No. He said, woe to them that are ease in Zion. Amos chapter 6 verse 1. It's time for you to take your destiny to your hand. For a change of story. It's time for your liberty to come. It's time for you to sing a new song. But I can tell you something. You must be desperate in prayer. Number two, fervency. Fervency. You pray out of a desperate heart, and then your prayer, you are fervent. James 5, 16 to 18. He said, confess your fault one to another, that you may be healed. And then he said, the effectual fervent prayer, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man, have you much. Verse 17. He said, Elijah was a man subject to life passion as you are. Have the same weaknesses, feeling weak all the time. When he's sleeping, at time he'll be, when he's praying, he'll be sleeping. The same weaknesses. But he prayed earnestly that he might not reign for three and a half years. And the Bible says there was no rain. And he prayed again. Verse 18. And the heaven gave rain, and the earth brought forth a fruit. Your prayer must be fervent. Now, the word fervent there in the original Greek means boiling. Your prayer is boiling. You know when water is boiling? Is somebody hearing me right now? It means hot. You are praying, the prayer is hot. Some of you know what I'm talking about. You put something food in your mouth when it's very hot, you spit it out. Many of you, thank God, many of you are from Africa. Can you make gari with warm water? Eba. Can you make gari with cold water? I've been a bachelor forever. I've made it for years. Before you start making it, it will be boiling. Is that not true? Now, that is what the Bible is talking about there. The prayer that will create a change, a turn around in your life, must be boiling with fire. Is somebody hearing me right now? Boiling, not warm. Your prayer is warm. Many of your prayer life is cold. That's why Satan has refused, has refused to go. He remained there doing nothing. You need to enter into a season of fervency where your prayer is boiling. I mean, water cannot be boiling. I mean, all of you know, those of you who recite that certain germs will still remain in the water until it gets to a particular boiling state. Is that not true? That tells you that certain problem will still remain in a man's life until your prayer gets to a particular boiling rate. 
other germs will remain there. We keep flying. Amen. But you boil the water and boil it and they begin to boil. All of them will die by themselves. All the devils will give way. You need to pray to that level when the devil must give way. When we got here, we entered into this facility this time four years ago. The church was not growing. I was praying one day, the Lord Hugo said to me, the Lord said to me, that people were passing here saw this place as a factory, as an industry. That's why they were not branching. <laughs> Amen. So, they were seeing this place as an industry, and thank God, it was formerly industry. So, this is saw it as an industry. Satan blinded their eyes. I said, okay, prayer, pray. I started sleeping here. Amen. I tell my wife, I'm not coming home tonight. I just want to be in Vietnam to seek the face of God. And prayed a boiling point prayer. One day, May 21st last year, I was preaching there when the women were having their convention. Suddenly, I saw something like a curtain in the auditorium. A dark black curtain rolled away. And from that time, our church has been growing. This year, we added 1,000 people to this church already. 1,000. And when we see Simon, is somebody hearing me right now? I therefore decree release of fire in your prayer in the name of Jesus. Today's Christians don't pray. That's why you see all manner of devil hanging over their lives. All manner of devil hanging over their lives. Nothing is wrong, but she can't be pregnant. Nothing is wrong, but she can't be married. The devil is hanging on there. Hanging over the business. And you're watching. Boil up the water of your prayer for a change of story. Is somebody hearing me right now? Boil it up. Boil it up. Colossians 4 verse 12 talks about Epaphras. Epaphras, who is one of you? Eh? A servant of Christ. Saluted you. Look at this. Always laboring fervently. <laughs> The word fervently there in the original Greek means to wrestle. It's wrestling. There are forces working against you. You wrestle against them in prayer. The word fervently there means to wrestle with the devil. They are standing on your way. You're getting out of the way. Kenneth Hagin shared this testimony. He went to a church to preach. And then the first day, the place was cold. He did everything to to minister, he could not preach properly. Then one of those days, he was he came to the church and was praying. While he was praying, suddenly, God opened his eyes. He saw a devil like a baboon on the altar of the church, sitting there. God opened it. He saw a baboon there. A baboon like a monkey, saw in there. He said, you devil! I command you, come down! Then he landed. He came down. When he came down, the baboon remained. He didn't go. He said, now, started following him. Now, I command you, out of this church. Out of this church. Then he will get to one place and the baboon, the monkey will stop again. He said, I said, go out. And then follow the monkey out of the door. And that night, heaven opened over the church. In case there is any devil sitting on your life, 
the fire you need to pursue him out. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Sit down. You can pray off that fire blood in your womb. You can stop that migrating prayer. You can stop that devil sitting on your marriage. You can stop that devil sitting on your marital destiny. You can stop him. But you need red hot prayer. Red hot. Fervent. Red kotopa. Satukadiala. Barukadiala katushetea. My God and my Father. That's the kind of prayer God hears. Thank you, Lord. We just give you praise. Are you there, God? Amen and amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God is so good to me. Just thank God for today. Amen. That's why Satan has remained there. You are going to go back from this mountain. Heated. I mean heated. And send the devil out of your house. Enough is enough. I said enough is enough. You are coming to Nata 2017, a different person. In the name of Jesus. Please come here with God in prayers. Enough is enough. Come here. How many people have mocked you in the secret? They have even mocked you to your face. Enough is enough. Hmm? Enough is enough. I said to myself, how can I be praying for people on television? People will receive children on television. They will get pregnant. And then me. No. Happen, it was up and it was happen now, and then everything turned around. Number three, quickly because of time, engage the world in prayers. James 4 6 it says, You pray and receive not because you pray amiss. You pray, you engage the word of God in your prayer. God only responds to the word. First John chapter 5, verse 14 and 15. Until you you speak his word to him, you may not have audience with God. Isaiah 43, verse 26. You take the word. Hosea chapter 14, verse 2. He said, take with you words and turn to the Lord. Engage the word in prayer. Father, you said this in your word. Father, you said this in your word. Father, you said this in your word. And you know I'm your child. I'm your daughter. This should not happen in my life. Therefore, there will be a change of story. By the time you present your issue and you pre bring him into remembrance, he will react. Number four. You put your fight to work. Please, nobody should meet tomorrow night. Don't miss it for anything. You put your faith to work. Many are praying, but there is no faith in their prayer. Nothing is showing. Mark 11, 24. What things over you desire. When you pray, believe that you receive them. After you have finished praying, your confession is negative. It has negated your prayer. Your attitude does not show. You believe in the prayer you are praying. Therefore, you have nullified the prayer you have just prayed. Now you have been prayed for. Now you have been prophesied over. What you have received, let your confession, your lifestyle, your attitude correspond with what you have received tonight. That's what make prayer to deliver. Matthew 21 verse 21, 22. He said, and all things you shall ask God in prayer, believing you shall receive. You shall receive. As soon as you are praying, you already seen the answer. You already seen the answer in your hands. Somebody hearing me right now? Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 11 and 12. That's how to get answer to your prayer. You are not praying and seeing something negative. You are praying and seeing the physical answer. 
You have not seen it physically, but your faith answer, you must receive it. There is what we call faith answer and fact answer. Faith answer is to receive it when you are praying. Fact answer is to receive it physically when it has come. You need that faith answer now for the fact answer to come. Number five. You are kingdom driven in your prayer. You know why most prayers are not answered? There is no inclination for God's kingdom there. Your heart must be out for the kingdom. If you say, God, give me a job. Father, give me a job so that I can be a blessing to souls there. God, give me a breakthrough so that I can, I can move your work forward. Lord, give me a new job in that factory so that I can win souls for you there. Lord, open international doors for me so that I can win souls there for you. If your prayer is kingdom driven, it will receive answer. Many of us are praying selfish prayer. God does not answer selfish prayer. Matthew chapter 6 verse 10. You must always pray your prayer. Thy kingdom come. The, you must be kingdom driven. Matthew 6 33. He says seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added. Look at that now. All these things shall be added. So when the kingdom of God become paramount in your prayer. Look at it here. Your answer will come speedily. God appeared to Solomon in the night, 1 Kings chapter 4, chapter 3, from verse 5 downward. He appeared to him and said, ask me what you want. Solomon said, give me an understanding heart. Give me wisdom to know how to judge your people, to lead your people. And the Bible says, the thing he asked, please the Lord. Men of our prayer does not please God. Your prayer is give me a house, give me a child, give me a wife, give me a husband. For what purpose? When it is to glorify the kingdom of God and God, I can tell you something, your prayer answer will come speedily. He said, Lord, give me wisdom, not for me, but for your people. Ah. And the word of God says, and the thing pleased the Lord. And the Lord said to Solomon, Solomon, because you have not asked me for the life of your enemies, you have not asked for riches, you have not asked for honor, you have not asked for that. Therefore, I'm giving you riches, I'm giving you the things you have not asked for. Riches, honor, protection, and longevity. When your prayer is kingdom 